Well, good morning, good evening, good afternoon, whatever time it may be, wherever you are. My name is Craig Hagan, and you're listening to Rayma's Weekly Podcast. Our good friend T-Mac is on vacation again. Oh, no T-Mac. It, it seems like he's always gone. I don't, I don't know. I mean, he, he likes to not be here, I Must guess. Must be rich. Yes. So we have some of our regulars here. We, we, we have Marty Grisham, Loudmouth Prayer, um, and Roof Nerds. And the Roof Nerds. Roof Nerds. Don't forget Roof Nerds. And then we have the, um, what we call it, the human jukebox, Anthony Washington. A.W. is in the house from Detroit, Michigan. Yeah. So, so you know, um, you know, and, I mean, um, Tony, he was like telling me where he was going. I'm like, didn't you just go there? He goes, he goes, well, I stopped by, but you know, now it's a full vacation. And I'm like, man, well, I shouldn't gripe because I am taking vacation tomorrow. But, but I'm only, I mean, I leave on Wednesday, come back on Monday. He's like gone for two weeks. So you're going to go and you're going to find Tony wherever yeah. you go. Yeah. No. And he, anyway, he takes vacation a lot. So, you know, and he eats, you know, every time he goes on vacation, he eats, you know, some kind of, he comes back telling me, well, yeah, but he, he's going to Florida though. So, oh, so I don't think he's going to be eating crawfish and, yeah. and well, so close to Panama city area. I don't, oh, I'm yeah. not, you know, yeah. I'm not sure where he goes. Yeah. You know, he's just always on vacation. It's giving him, a, yeah, giving him a hard time, you know. Some of us have to work though, so 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 we're all here. Um, we would love to hear from you guys if you want to um, email us. You can email us um, at um, podcast at rama dot org, or you can like us on Facebook and Instagram at Rama Podcast. And you know, we love to hear from our listeners. I, I know, guys. Last week, we, you know, we had our big camp meeting here. Actually, record, we're recording the program. Um, August the 3rd, probably actually won't be out for a couple more weeks, but, um, you know, we had camp meeting and, and I don't know how many people, um, told us that they're listening to the podcast. And, and so, um, you know, if, even if you wanted to come up and see granny's attic here, which we we're, we're getting to clean that a little more and, you know, it's, yeah, I mean, haven't got it completely cleaned out, but we did get the AC fix. So last, the last couple of times it's been a little hot up here, you know, it's not because Cliffy Poo's hot. It's just, you know, just cause it's just, you know, <laughs> like I said, the singing jukebox, you know, <laughs> he sings it all. Um, so, but we had a great camp meeting week. I tell you what, I mean, you know, and, and next year is our 50th anniversary of camp meeting. And so you don't, wow. you don't want to miss camp meeting, um, 2022, which is always, um, the last full week in July. And I'll actually, I'll pull up the, the calendar for next year. It's going to be. And it's actually not going to be on my birthday again. July twenty, July twenty fourth through the 29th is next year's camp meeting. Well, almost all my life, I mean, so yeah. Well, so, so um, next year we fifty three, and we had you know, so I was three years old during the first camp meeting. Wow. So that's so it's been almost all my life. Um, yeah, I actually missed one camp meeting, by the way. So technically, I was four years old my first camp meeting because I missed the very first camp meeting. So that's the only camp meeting I've, I've ever missed. And um, the reason I missed the very first camp meeting was because we lived in Dallas um, um, during oh, the first camp meeting. And wow. so so my parents came, but I stayed back <clears throat> with my grandma, you know, because they didn't want to bring me, I guess. Your gr- grandma Tipton. Yeah, grandma Tipton. Okay. You know, actually, um, I'll take that back. Um we all missed, I think I did come to the very first camp meeting. The second camp meeting was, no, we couldn't miss because that was, second camp meeting was El Shaddai and dad was on the video. 
but my, my sister was born, her birthday's August the 9th. And so she was born when I was four. So I don't know. I might've missed some early years. Mm-hmm. I spent most of the time. Well, actually when I was a little kid, we didn't have nursery or children's church or whatever, but at some point in time, you know, when we got a little bigger, we had nursery and children's church. And so didn't have to sit in main service. And, and speaking of nur- nursery or, or children's service and youth services, man, they had a wonderful time too last week. I, I know one night in the children's services, um, we had over 80 people or 80 kids that were filled with the spirit, um, you know, at, at camp meeting 2021, had a wonderful time. And you can watch all the services actually um, online. Use, the easiest way is to go to the Rayma USA YouTube app and you can watch it online. In fact, to, um, right now, I was going to say tonight, um, Today, we're going to actually talk about my Monday's um, night's message at Camp Meeting 2021. And like I said, you can watch that on the YouTube app. Um, and it was from Ju- July the 26th, actually, was the, the date of that message. And, and um, you know, I just want to talk to First of all, um, I want to give a shout out um, to my, my buddy, Jason um, Lozano. He's actually a pastor in Whittier, California, Freedom Christian Center. His name of his church, and I was just there a couple weeks ago, and I tell you what, man, you know, you know, Whittier, California is in the L.A. area, and, yeah, yeah. and you know, around here, all we hear about L.A., we hear about lockdowns, we hear about bad mayors and bad governors and all this kind of thing. But but I'm telling you, this church was on fire, and is on fire. Um, you know, um, Pastor Jason, he actually um, he actually spent some time in prison. He was he was a, you know. He was a gang, gang member, and in that area, in that area, in wow. that area, yeah. and um, said basically at that time he was serving the devil. He said, you know, and spent some time in prison, and God got a hold of him, and it changed his life. And because it changed his life, he wants to change other people's lives. And I tell you, um, this church, um, like I said, I'm 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 52. Um, I'm not sure how old Jason is. He's probably in his 40s. But I, I mean, everybody, in the, I mean, not everybody, majority of people in, in the church were 30 years and younger, it seemed like. Right. Um, I mean, there were there were a few exceptions, but, you know, I was pretty much the oldest person in the room, <laughs> although there, there, there was a couple over here on the, on the left <laughs> side. Um, but this church, man, they were on fire. They love God. We, we actually we had two. I did two Sunday morning services, 10 a.m., 12 p.m., and both of them. I mean, each of them had 1500 people. In, in attendance crowded together, you know, in the middle of LA and there, there was an indoor mass mandate at that time, but nobody cared. Um, because, um, the California Supreme court ruled that, um, churches can worship as they please. Nice. And so, and just like here in Oklahoma. So, so they don't have to follow the indoor mass mandate, but these people were excited. They're worshiping God. And you know, the, the biggest thing is in the, during the two services, we had over 200 people respond to the altar call. Now, what message did you have there? Um, I was just, I just preached a simple faith message because we were doing a healing line afterwards. And so, so we yeah. actually, we did the altar call first and then a healing line and, and the pastor did the altar call. Then I did a healing line. I prayed for over 500 people there um, t- together. You know, I don't know exactly because they were a bunch of people, but I'm telling you, these people are on fire. Now it's obvious, you know, the 200 people got saved that, that these people you know, necessarily, you know, when well, they're young anyway. So, so they're baby Christians, most of them in the church, you know, they're fairly young and they're so excited about the things of God, you know, and, you know, Pastor Jason says that they have about 200 people every Sunday. So you talk about church growth. 
Wow. You know, he's already looking to, you know, to open more campuses because, you know, he actually runs four services on, on a Sunday. Um, and, you know, it's just, just pretty, pretty exciting. They, they have like over 500 small groups as well. And, you know, to see the excitement started making me think about some of us have been, you know, in the way a long time. <laughs> you know, it, it seems, you know, we, 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 you know, it just doesn't seem that, you know, ministers, Christians are not that excited about God. Right. Um, not that we're not, we don't love God or whatever, but you know, everyone talks about, you know, when they first came down, when they first accepted Jesus Christ as the Lord and Savior, how there's such a change, you know, and, but then it seems that after a while, it's really only about us and our own family. And the, and the fact is if we're getting blessed and we're, and we're not sick and, you know, we're making it, that's all we really seem to care about. Not, not, I'm not saying everybody because, yeah, you know, yeah. you know, there are exceptions, but it does. And even when people do street witnessing. A lot of times when they witness, it's not really about, you know, um, getting people saved. It's about them patting themselves on the back that, that, you know, they witnessed, you know, so many people or or whatever, you know, Mm. but it's, it should be about, man, I'm excited that this person is changing their life, you know, and and something else, a lot of people do street witnessing and, and never get them plugged into a church. I mean, you know, this whole, this whole church is about plugging people into that church and, and, and becoming a part. And, and it's just so exciting to see young people. And, and I believe that, you know, it's young people that, that, you know, this revival is going to, going to be among young people. And, and these young people are, are excited about God. You know, they don't know a whole lot. Um, in fact, that's what the pastor, pastor Jason says, hey, you know, Craig, you need to preach a basic faith message because that's what, that, that's, that's the level yeah. that, that they're on. You know, and I started thinking about, well, if we're really getting saved at, at churches across America, shouldn't we all be on a basic faith level message? And if we go back to Brother Hagen, you know, my grandfather, I call him Brother Hagen so people understand who I'm talking about. It's my grandfather. I would call him Papa, but if I say Papa, you're like, who? Um, well, you guys might not say who, but you know, you're listening. You know, my grandfather always preached a basic faith message all the time, no, no matter, you know, for, you know, all the years of his ministry. And, um, and I think that's where we're missing a lot of times is, is we try to get away from the basics and, and, you know, there's basically Jesus heals and Jesus saves and Jesus is coming again. And that, you know, that Jesus died on the cross. He took the stripes on his back and by his stripes, we were healed. And, you know, this last year and a half, I mean, doesn't seem like Christians really think about that. We've been healed. They're, they're, They're more concerned about we might die because we get some dreaded disease. And I'm not saying that, you know, people haven't died. They have died. But the thing is, is that our faith should be in Jesus. You know, our faith shouldn't be in ourselves. Our faith shouldn't be in um, um, a minister. And so my, my point in my message on, um, on Monday was to talk about that the same Jesus, you know, Jesus Christ, the same yesterday, today, and forever, the Bible says, the same, you know, the same Jesus that dwells on this, on this earth is the same Jesus that dwells us in our in our heart. And when Jesus was here on the earth, Acts ten thirty eight says this: How God anointed Jesus of Nazareth with the Holy Spirit and with power, who went about doing good um, and healing all who were oppressed of the devil, for God was with him. Well, we have that same Spirit on the inside of us. And um, the first thing he said he was doing good. That, and that's interesting because I always point that out because. How many Christians are not really doing good? You know, I mean, I mean, doing good things, I mean, doing good works. I mean, you know, I mean, you know, in fact, do you realize that Jesus 
never condemn the sinner? The only person that Jesus ever condemned were the religious people. Yeah. You know, but we, in in the time and age we live in, we seem to condemn everybody. (laughs) You know, I mean, we we can't read Facebook without condemnation to somebody. You know, we, I mean, we condemn the fellow believers. We condemn the, the, the sinners. We condemn everybody. And, and the thing about it is the reason I believe that so many people do not accept Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior is, is because they don't like the condemnation gospel, and neither do I. You know, because, you know, Jesus is, is about love. And, and, you know, it seems religion is about condemnation. But, see, we're not religious. We're, we're, and we're actually, many people say, well, I'm a follower of Christ. But, um, you know, we shouldn't follow Christ. We should imitate Christ, the Bible says. And, and there's a difference between a follower and an imitator. I mean, imitator is, is to be like Christ. But, you know, the reason that you can be like Christ is because he dwells on the inside of us. And, and so we can, um, actually, it's 1 Corinthians 11, 1, um, says this, imitate me, Paul talking to the church of Corinth, imitate me as I also imitate Christ. And so I, I guess my question to you guys is, is whenever we're walking around, um, do people understand that, you know, see that we're Christ-like, um, you know, at all times? Mm-hmm. You know, I, I get it sometimes that we, you know, we yell at our wife or yell at or do something, you know, but, <clears throat> but we should imitate Christ. So, so people should be able to see we're a Christian just by the way we carry ourselves. Pastor Craig, you know, it's an interesting thing. I had an opportunity last week at camp meeting to speak to uh, the youth at Summer Blitz this year. And, um, you know, I wanted to be very relatable with the young people and share something that they could understand. And I thought about it. Our lives is a living Facebook post. But then I had to change Facebook because they said that Facebook is for old people. Yeah, it's so. only, only for old people like us. <laughs> so then, I, you know, Instagram, TikTok is what's popular now, you know. And so our lives is a living Instagram story, an Instagram post for Jesus. Our life is a TikTok video. And so if we're going to imitate Christ, we have to always be aware of the content that we're promoting because we're, you know, we're promoting Jesus. You know, we're his advertisement. We're we're a billboard. And so I was thinking about a billboard actually. And, you know, you see a billboard and you see it has a burger on it and you weren't even really thinking about it. But all of a sudden you find yourself coming off an exit going to get that burger because you wanted what you just saw. You wanted the experience. And I think when Jesus, that's only Marty. I, 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 I can, um, you know, I oh, you you, you have self control. Yeah, I have self control. But, <laughs> but Marty, on the other hand, you know, he sees a burger. He's like, "I'm just gonna, I'm gonna have one." Yeah. <laughs> so the purpose of you know billboards, the purpose of all of these things is you know they advertise things. And so, you know, our life is an advertisement. I was thinking about where Paul was talking to the Corinthians in Second Corinthians, um, chapter three, verse two, and he tells them that their lives was a written letter, meant to be read by all men, and so. You know, in being an imitator of Christ, you know, we have to make sure that we're always aware of letting our light shine before men. And it's not just, you know, for the unchurched, because it's one thing to be in church and, you know, we know how to do the church thing pretty well. But it's another thing when, you know, we're presented with opportunities where we don't want to always, I wish I could say I was always a good imitator for Jesus, but I probably missed it sometimes. (laughs) Well, you know, and that's the the thing with, with social media now you know, following us around all the time, yeah. you know, on purpose because you, we're the one that posted. Right. You know, so, 
is your is your Instagram story or whatever lining up, you know, with your yeah. Christian values? I mean, because yep. used to it was okay, be one way on Sunday morning, right? And then during the week you can do whatever you want to, yeah. you know. But and, and so, I mean, I, I per, you know I, I use Facebook more than anything else, but. I personally sometimes write people's Facebook posts. I'm like, well, you know, I, I wouldn't post that stuff. I mean, you know, and that is, it is some things, you know, about even, even, you know, if people don't know me, I, I like to joke around a lot. Yeah. You, you guys know that. Yeah. And so sometimes, you know, if someone puts a Facebook post in, I want to like jerk their chain or something, you know, you know, just, right. just, just be funny. I'm trying right. to be funny. <laughs> right. Right. And, and so I've actually started putting up line, like, you know what, if I post that, someone's going to say, man, you pastor Craig's being really rude to that guy right. or, or whatever. Right. And it was, you know, he's one of my buddies and you know, I was just going to, so, so I have to think about, you know, I don't want anyone to think that I'm offended or, or whatever, even though I wouldn't be offended and he wouldn't be offended. He'd laugh about it. Right. But there's sometimes I don't post things be, because I, I need to, like I said, I understand that what I post represents not only Christ represents, you know, represents the ministry represents our ministry, yeah. you know, and, and so, you know, we're a representation yeah. and I know all, you know, I know, and you know, that everything that I do represents Raymond, same with you. I mean, you know, even though, you know, you're, you're, you're always on stage. So whatever you do represents Raymond. And, yeah. and so because of that, you know, we have to watch what we post or, or even tag, know. like, and share, you know, I heard a, a Don Burns, uh, when he was ministering one time, he said that, you know, whenever you tag, like, and share something, you are associating your brand with that. Yeah. So you're always aware, like, you know, even though there are some things that's funny and I do <clears throat> want to share because I like, I like social media and I like sharing certain things, but you know, I mean, I shared a clip of the Cosby show and somebody messaged me. They were pretty offended because of the whole brother Bill Cosby, you know? And so yeah. I, I just would have never thought that even something just, sh- I shared a, just an old Cosby show expert from the old yeah. show. And, 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 and even if the, the eps, uh, ex, what is it? Ex, excerpt? Excerpt, yeah. You know, even, even if that was a good thing and a good message, it was, a positive yeah. message, it doesn't matter anymore. Right. Be, be, because of, you know, whatever, you know, Bill might have done, done. Yeah. You know, and, and, and so it, it is interesting how one person makes some mistakes. Yeah. And, and it, um, it, it marks you it, for it, your it life. Mar- you know, it, and everything you did that was good, you know, because, you know, it doesn't really matter. Yeah. And so it's just the day and age that we, li- we mm-hmm. live in. Yeah. You know, it's, it's, you know, that's why, you know, and I, I it's, it's sad. Yeah. Um, because sometimes there's, you know, like I said, it was a good example. Yeah. But, but it wasn't a good example because he said it. Right. You know, right. b- because he right. didn't live his life as a good example. Exactly. And so it makes it a, a bad, thing. bad thing. Yeah. And so, Marty, h- how do you get along with that on social media? You know, you, you know you're kind of a, a cut up guy. Oh, <clears throat> I have to really hold back quite a bit because <laughs> um, I, I like to make jokes all the time. All the time. And so uh, because of that, <clears throat> um, and, and then also I'm pretty spiritual, at least, you know. So I remember like well, at least t- people think you're spiritual. Well, <laughs> you know, and I, I just mean that, you know, I've, I've, I, um, you know, we, we've learned how to get in the spirit. Yeah. And so when you get in the spirit, you know, you should have some experience. And so I've had experiences. So I remember years ago, um, 10 or 12 years ago, when I first got on Facebook, you know, I had had, uh, I was praying and I had a vision where an angel came and an angel was speaking over the earth. And I put a posted on there what the angel was saying. You know, he was shouting, Jesus is coming or something like that. And my wife's like, what are you doing? You know, 
Uh, You're acting like a freak. Everybody's going to think you're crazy. I'm like, no, that's what I saw, you know. So even on even on the serious, the too serious side, it's easy for not cancel culture, but it's easy to be put into a box. You know, it, it takes a long time to build credibility, and you can very quickly lose credibility. And that's what you know we happen because well, I, I grew up watching Bill Cosby. You know, we love Bill Cosby, but you know, you you can lose credibility very quickly. So, um, I just was thinking about your um, your message, and I listened to it. So I was there, obviously, because I'm faithful. And uh, praise the Lord. Yeah. And so, um, but also going back to the fun, I'm, I, you know, I try to have fun as well. I wasn't trying to mean that I'm some super spiritual guy. Oh, oh but, we, know, we know that. Yeah, well, <laughs> but well, I'm just saying we have experience, you know, we're, we have experiences with God. But um, going back to your message, I remember how clearly we were, I was listening to your message and I was just sitting on the edge of my seat when you were talking about, you know, what you experienced in California at that church. Yeah. Because I, I it made me look at myself and judge myself. That's that's what we're supposed to do, you know, judge yourself or God doesn't have to judge you. And it made me look at myself. It made me look at, you know, then I'm judging everybody around me. But, you know, I'm judging our church, not in a bad way, but I'm looking at where we are as a church. Yeah. And I'm thinking, what what do we do? We want the fire of God. We, You know, we know we're stepping into this revival. We know we're seeing the essences of it. You know, the moving of God, the spirit of God is speaking. We all are getting more of a fire and a burn inside us. How do we get that in a corporate setting, you know, as to where it, it pours out on us and we all get on fire even more because of the corporate setting? So, you know, it just really caused me to start judging myself more and say my time, my private time, because, you know, I watch I watch some funny sitcoms. Well, since then, I've stopped. I'm not watching them near as much, you know. And so I'm just trying to spend my time more wisely. So. And, and I think also, too, what I said on Monday night and I say it all the time. You know, there's so many churches that the way they grow their church is someone comes from some other church because they become the hot church in, in town or whatever it might be. And, and so they're getting a crowd, but those crowd, that crowd went to another church somewhere, you know. And so the way we should grow our church is we should go out and touch people who are not going to church. Now, you know, you, you have people who are sinners here in Tulsa and probably every other city in, in America. We have a, a lot of a lot of Christians that are not on fire. That they're I mean, I, I'm not gonna say they're all backslidden, but but they're not where they need to be. And some of those people need to reunite and get reunite. You know, going back to my other message I preached a couple months ago, ignite. You know, we need to reunite and 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 re, you know get them back in back where they should be. Lit. You know, look lit. Yeah. <laughs> you know, and I know that there's a young lady that um that she's not going to church anywhere. And I'm like, man, you know, you grew up at Raymond. You, you, sh- you should get, get back here. You, she was, she was in my youth group and, I, and I'm like, been encouraging her. Yeah. But you know, I've done some things and I've done, you know, you know, whatever so people might judge me and said, said, well, you know, you know, most of the people that are going to judge, they probably already left anyway. And, you know, so, so that's the thing we, we can't let our pride, you know, stop us fr- from, from getting back to where, where we, we need to go. And in fact, well, she, she went to another church and she didn't really, this didn't feel she fed in, you know, you know, so I'm like, just come back home. You know, and I think it's time for a lot of people to, to come back home and, to, you know, and I think it's also for us as, as the members of the church to go out and, and reach our community, you know, and, and, you know, reach them with love. Like I said, the first thing Jesus says is he went around doing good now, but everything that Jesus did is because, because God was with him and in him, you know, and in my message, 
um, I pulled off my, my shirt and to, to reveal the shirt I'm wearing today, the Superman shirt. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it wasn't that got. It was hot actually, was but you know, I pulled off, put a Superman shirt on. Yeah. You know, it's underneath my my main shirt. And the reason we need to realize that wherever we walk, that we have something greater on the inside. You know, we have the spirit of the living God on the inside, the spirit that was with Jesus. And everything that Jesus did, you know, it says, Jesus says, the things that I did and greater things shall you do because they go to the Father. Well, you think about what Jesus did. I mean, Jesus, he fed the 5,000. Jesus um, turned water into wine. He, he walked on the water. I mean, all the, you know, I mean, he, you know, many people were healed. Many people were set free. And he says, the things that I did and greater things shall you do. Now, we're not going to do greater things because we're super. But we, if we realize who we are on the inside, it's not, about, it's not about who we are, but it's about who we are in Christ. And so whenever we walk around, we need to realize that we're walking around with the super spirit yeah. on the inside of us. And the super spirit is, is the greater one. We have the greater one on the inside. Yeah. You know, and, and, and there's nothing. You, you know, the word nothing means there's no thing. There's no thing that's able to stop Jesus that lives on the inside of us. You know, and some, so many people, I mean, I, I, I realize I know some people deal with depression, but I'm thinking, how can I be depressed when I have the greater one living on the inside of me? I mean, how can I be upset? How can I be afraid? I mean, first of all, the Bible says that God has not given me a spirit of fear. I don't care what CNN says. I don't care what Fox News says. I don't care what ABC, NBC, the White House, you know, Dr. Fauci, the CDC, you know, the FBI or whatever. It doesn't matter. There, there, there's no, you know, in our case, Tulsa Health Department, you know, there's, there's nothing that we should fear. Well, our president said, the great President Roosevelt, set for fear itself. You know, who should we fear? We shouldn't fear because the greater one lives on the inside of us. And we know that Jesus Christ took the stripes on his back and by his stripes we are healed. But, you know, what we also need to do is be going out and doing the works of Jesus, you know, because we have the greater one on the inside. It's not that we have to do anything special. We just have to let Jesus out, you know. And so we read Mark 16, 15 through 18, and I'm reading from the New King James says, and it says, and he said to them, go into the world and preach the gospel to every creature. Now, I actually take that verse literally, you know, but, but we do, we, we need to, you either need to go, or you need to help send someone else. And that's the, the important part of Rainbow Bible Training College. Here at Rainbow Bible Training College, we're training men and women to go out in the world and to preach the gospel to every living creature, not only here on our campus, but on campuses all over the world. And so, you know, if you don't feel called to go, you know, maybe you can help somebody else go. But maybe you're, you're listening to this program. And you said, you know what, Craig, man, I want to learn more about the word because, you know, Rhema's not just about, you know, training ministers. It's about just learning more about the word of God. And in fact, many people came to Rhema just to learn more about the word of God. And while they were here for that two years or three years, the Lord got a hold of them and called them to the ministry. And, you know, maybe it's calling you ministry. Maybe you want to learn more about the Word of God. I, I just want to encourage you to go to rbtc.org and check out Raymond Bible Training College. Um, you know, right now we're accepting applications for the 2021-2022 school year. starts September the 1st. So, I mean, you know, just a very short time. But you can still apply. You can still come. You know, this is this program will probably air the, the third week of August. And if you can get, if you can um 
get here, you can still come. It doesn't matter. Even Doug Jones, one of our instructors, he came to Rama two weeks late. Now, yeah. now we don't encourage everyone to come to Rama two weeks late, but I tell you <laughs> what, man, we'll, we'll make it, you know, thank God we made an exception for him. You know, I mean, you know, not only he graduated with our, our, our first class, our charter class, but he's been, he's been a fixture around here and, you know, one of the favorite instructors by many people until I started teaching that I became the, <laughs> no, I'm, just, I'm just kidding. I'm, I'm just joking. I'm not that good. Um, but anyway, you know, check out Rainbow Bible Training College, rbtc.org. Give us your information, um, your phone number, your email, and we'll have one of our one of, of our representatives give you a call and talk to you more about Rhema and tell you about Rhema. But, you know, the Bible says to go into all the world and preach the gospel to every, every creature. And he who believes is baptized will be saved, but he who does not believe um, will be condemned. It doesn't say that you should condemn them. It says they're condemning themselves because they don't believe. That's and, see, and that's the thing. We, for some reason, it seems that we need to, con- you know, we as Christians need to condemn people because they don't get saved. And I think that's the culture we're living in. Do you, do you realize that if I don't, if you believe a set of a set of rules and I don't believe that same set, then you think I'm an idiot, you know. And that's what it is. So that's why you know if I'm a Democrat and, and, and you're a Republican, which I'm a Republican, not a Democrat. But anyway, but but <laughs> I just want I want to say that. But but you know, fine. If you want to be a Democrat, fine. I, I don't really care. You you have a right to believe the way you want to believe, and I have a right to believe the way I want to believe, and we should work together to set forth laws to govern both of us. But in the world that we live in, you know, well, if I don't believe like you believe, then then I can't even talk to you. Sa- same way, well, you know, people think, you know, I have friends that are Baptist, you know, Methodist, you know, Episcopalian, you know, Catholic. It doesn't matter. I mean, you know, as long as you believe Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, I can get along with you. You know, and so, um, but there are some people, well, if you don't believe everything I believe, then, then, then you're just wrong. You know, and, and well, there's even born-again spirit-filled Christians that, you know, they believe a certain way, a certain message or, or whatever. I mean, I, I know it's popular, the whole grace message. And, and if I don't believe the grace message like they believe the grace message, then they don't want to talk to me. They don't want to, they don't, they don't, they don't want to hear from me. But, you know, how, how are we going to touch the world if we're being, if we're an exclusive club? I mean, we can't be exclusive. We, we have to be inclusive. You know, Jesus came for the whole world, um, and he died for the whole world. And so it says that, that he who believes will be saved, and he who doesn't believe will be condemned, not because we condemn them, but because they condemn themselves. It goes on to say that these signs will follow those who believe. Now, notice it says believe. It doesn't say those who are ministers. And a lot of people... They stop right there and think, oh, that's a mini- this is all for ministers. No, it says those people who, are, who believe, because if you believe, you have the super spirit on the inside, Jesus uh, Christ, yeah. all right? You know, able to leap tall buildings in a single bound, you know, it's a bird, it's a plane, <laughs> you know, it's super Craig. Um, anyway, um, it says, and these signs shall follow those who believe. In my name, they will cast out demons. Now, many people, like, you know, they think demons are scary, but do you realize that the demons are real things? Now, there are some people that, that everything has a demon. I mean, I, you know, I, I know that there was an end of a church that, that they purchased um, a church building from another church. And when I got up there, there were prayer cloths on, on the air condition. And so the pastor asked somebody, why is there a prayer cloth there? Oh, because the air conditioner had a demon. Okay, everyone doesn't have, everything doesn't have a demon, guys. That's okay. Oh. You sure there's no sound demon? The sound demon. <laughs> Cast the demon out of the sound system. <laughs> 
Well, it seems no, like I'm we just... have demons on the a podcast demon. <laughs> and that, that's a joke, guys. Yes, but, it is. But I'm not being. Yeah, we're, we're, we're having issues. Um, you know, today we had issues on the last podcast. We yeah. just have issues. Cliff, it's all Cliff. Cliff, Cliff has issues. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> he wore the green hat even, and it still has issues. But yeah. Anyway, it goes on to say that they will speak with new tongues and they will take up serpents. And if they drink any deadly thing, it by no means um, will hurt them. I'm going to stop here, you know, because people take the church, taking up serpent thing. They're like, oh, yeah, we should bring snakes to church. It's not about bringing snakes to church. It's, it's about in the day and age that they live, they had to walk everywhere. They didn't have automobiles like we do. And, you know, and if they walk from city to city, the, you know, they didn't have interstate. They didn't have you know big roads. I mean, it, it was sometimes they, they cut through the wilderness or whatever. And, and there would be animals as well as snakes and all kinds of deadly creatures. And obviously we saw where Paul got bit by a viper. You know, and if some, stuff, stuff like that happens, it's not going to hurt you. Or if you accidentally drink something that's deadly, or if you ingest something or take something that's, that's deadly, then, you know, it's not going to hurt you because, you know, we put our faith in God. You know, things like that. Um, it goes on to say, well, what do I want to get to? It says they will lay hands on the sick and they will recover. Notice the word will there. It doesn't say that you can or, or hopefully or maybe. It says if you're a believer, you should be laying hands on the sick. And they will recover. Now, many people say, well, I can't lay hands on people because they're not going to recover. Why shouldn't they recover? Because it's not you laying hands on them. It's the Spirit of God that's on the inside of you. That, that, that you're tapping into. And when you lay hands on people, you're ministering healing to them. You're not healing them. Jesus is the healer. I talked to someone the other, the other night where, where they were kind of freaked out a little bit. I'll just say that um, because they, um, they prayed for somebody and this person said, man, man, you know, this person said that, that she, it was a lady said she, and the person she was praying for, I mean, they actually tangibly felt the, the anointing and said, said, you know, this lady got healed. And it almost freaked her out. And, and I'm like, well, you know, that, that, that's, just, that's just Jesus. And, and she was like, well, I mean, she, she wrote me and she was actually texting me. And she goes, I know it probably happens to you all the time, but it doesn't happen to me, you know, very often. Well, it doesn't happen to her very often because she hasn't been going out and laying hands on the sick very often. She hasn't been ministering to people, but, but, Someone who came who were going through a tough time, and she just was a doer of the word. She was an imitator of Christ. And, and what happened? Well, Christ shows up. I mean, because Christ is always with us at all times. You know, and um, I was thinking about something that you were saying too earlier about how the things that we meditate on, the things that we take in, the things that we listen to, we are renewing ourselves to that. And so when we begin to take the word of God and we begin to renew our mind with the fact that greater is he that's in me, like God lives on the inside of me. He's in me. And so, like you said, it's not us that's doing it, but it's being aware that he's in us and that we can lay hands on the sick and they can recover because God is, he's in us. But it's like, we fill ourselves with so many other things, um, you know, that, that, that gives us different mindsets or ways of thinking. You know, I kind of grew up, like that, you know, like, uh-uh, we'll leave the demon casting out for all of the special anointed people. And, yeah. you know, and it's like, I didn't really have a real revelation that God was in me and that I could lay hands on the sick or I could pray for people, you know. And, and that's the whole reason um, my grandfather's book, um, The Believer's Authority, yeah, is because my grandfather says in the day and age that he grew up that 
most of Christians thought all the authority was in the pastors. Right. So every time, you know, and they go to the scripture where it says, you know, to, to lay, you know, ministers lay hands on the sick and, and things like that. But so every time that they were going through an issue, you had to go to the pastor and he had to intercede for you. Yeah. And there are some people that still teach that. Yeah. And so that's one reason that my grandfather came up with the, you know, the, the, the book, The Believer's Authority, because he was teaching that. And then he wanted to make sure that more people got a hold of that. And it's been one of the, the top 50 best-selling Christian books, um, you know, of all time. Um, and um, it, the, the thing is, is that we have the authority yeah. because the same spirit that raised up Christ from the dead dwells in us. Yeah. And that same spirit was the same spirit that was with Jesus whenever, whenever he ministered to, to the sick, whenever he cast out demons. And that's the spirit. So, so what I use my T-shirt that says Superman is that we need to realize whether we say, see an S on our shirt or not, that we have a super spirit, if you want to, so, so to speak, on the inside of us, yeah. because greater is he on the inside of me than this he is in the world. And so when I walk in a room, I need to realize that Jesus said he'll never leave me nor forsake me. So when I walk in a room, I carry Jesus with me, yeah. not on my back, yeah. <laughs> you know, but, but I carry him with me. And, and I, I'm, I'm an imitator of Christ, you know, and I, I've ministered to people in some awkward settings, you know, that like, you know, most people wouldn't, but you know, I, I never, you know, I never want to deny Christ or deny, you know, being able to minister to someone, whether it's at the races with my son or, or, you know, at a, you know, some kind of birthday party, it doesn't matter where it's at. There, there's never an effort and there's never not a good time to, to be able to minister some, to somebody, especially someone that's hurting, especially someone who comes up and says, Hey, you know, I don't want to bother you. You know, I've been at a restaurant before, yeah. eating with my family. So I, I don't want to bother you, but, you know, I'm going through this. And, and can you pray for me? Like, I, absolutely. Yeah. You know, yeah. my family's not that important that I'm not going to stop and pray for you. You know, and people, you know, you know, and, and, and number one, I never saw where Jesus said, hey, I don't have time. Me, me and my disciples, I mean, we're, 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 we're fishing <laughs> or something like that. You know, and we never read that in the Bible. You know, Jesus always had time help anybody you have something you want to say marty well you, i just remembered because i had forgotten the last podcast i did with you a few months ago i walked out of the church i walked in the south lobby i walk up to the door of my truck and this car pulls up really fast so it's like 4 four thirty. there's yeah. no there's no one here yeah the car pulls up really fast and a guy jumps out and just runs at me well i'm <laughs> i mean and Give he's me just acting crazy <laughs> And I get in my truck, shut the door, roll down the window, crank it up, and he comes up to the window. And I said, what's up, man? He goes, I am hearing demons, and they're continually talking to me, and they're driving me crazy, and they want me to kill myself. And I'm just like, I don't know what to do. Point me to someone. And I'm like, where's Cliff? Where's Cliff? (laughs) (laughs) And I'm like, and Craig's gone, and... And Christy was walking across the parking lot, but she went. I said, hey, I guess I, it's me today. And so I prayed with him, laid hands on him, and prayed over him. And um, so you just never know. You never know when you're just going to have to tap into faith. Because I'll tell you, my mind said, what is fixing to take place here? I'm fixing to cast demons out of a guy here in the parking lot. And it never did anything along those lines. But I just really had to tap into God inside me and say, I have everything I need with me. I've got God inside me. So yeah, you just never know when it's going to happen. Yeah, and I, and I you know, it's, 
you know, luckily you just didn't roll one up and leave. Yeah. I mean, you know, you could have done that. I could have. I wanted to. Yeah. And, and so, you know, that's, um, you know, but, but we need to, our minds, we, we, we need to think about other people around about us at all times. You know, whether you're, you're at the mall, whether you're Walmart, it doesn't matter where you are. I mean, you always be, be looking and be, I mean, you know, I said, Jesus Christ ministered to people all over the place. In fact, a lot of the stories that, that we read, um, you know, that we read in the Bible, they didn't happen at, at, at the synagogue. They didn't happen in the church service. They happened while he was walking, you know, to Jericho or while he was, you know, moving or while he, you know, he just got off the boat, you know, you know, and, and all of a sudden someone hit, you know, hit him up and, you know, he, he was willing to minister to anybody at any point in time, you know, whether he was ministering or not. I mean, you know, it's not like, okay, well, can you come back on Sunday morning? Right. I'm going <laughs> to minister on Sunday morning. You can come back then. I, I'll minister to you. You know what? The same spirit that's on Sunday morning is also on Wednesday afternoon or, or, you know, Saturday night, or it doesn't really matter. Now, some people say, well, yeah, well, we, we have church on Wednesday afternoon and Saturday night, but, you know, that's whatever you do. But that same spirit, and, and we need to realize that who we are in Christ Jesus at all times, and that Christ is with us, you know, Christ is for us, and, and there is nothing, there's no thing that will ever happen in your life that you cannot get through. Nothing. Nothing. Now, I get it. There's going to be some things happen in your life that for a split second might make your mind wonder, like, you know, Marty's just something, you know, his mind like, what do I do? You know, but as soon as your mind starts to wonder, your spirit says, you know what, minister to that person. Or, or, or you know what, you may be getting fear because, you know, you got a bad report from the doctor. Okay, you know what, whose report are you going to believe? It is, you know, you know there, there's, there is facts and there's faith. And it's okay to get facts. I, I believe that every person that's sick in their body, I, I believe in doctors. My grandfather always was big on, go see a doctor, find out what is wrong with you so you know how to target your faith. I don't know how many times whenever me as a pastor has been, or even even in my family members, we've been in the hospital room, and I've asked the doctor, okay, doctor, what do we need to pray for? What, what needs to happen in this body in order for them to get off this machine or, or for it to operate normally or for the kidneys to operate? Or what, what needs to happen? Because I want to I put my prayer on that. I mean, you know, and he'll say, well, these numbers need to come up. Okay, well, how do these numbers come up? I mean, what, what's happening in the body to make these numbers come up or come down or whatever it might be, you know, because if it's blood pressure, you want it to come down, you know, you know, if, if it's, if it's pressure on the brain, someone's going through a, a hit on the head and then you want that to, to come, to come, to come down, you know, there's some things, some, some things you need to come up, like, you know, I, I was with someone who's dealing with low blood pressure and so they need to come up. So, so I need to know what we need to happen in order to make this come up or come down exactly what needs to happen in this body because I, i'm i'm not a doctor I, and you know, don't don't give me doctorese tell me you know um thing and another thing is that sometimes that, that it's good that i know many people who are doctors i'll call one of doc, my doctor friend okay okay this doctor said we need to blah 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 have what what does that really mean yeah. and so but, but you know we need to know what the doctor says and so maybe you get a bad report and so i i get it when you get a bad report sometimes your mind immediately says Oh, no. But then after, oh, no, you sort of say, you know what? Whose report am I going to believe? I have the greater one on the inside of me. Jesus Christ took the stripes on, on, on the cross 2,000 years ago, and by his stripes, I was healed. And then you go, same way whenever, you know, you get a bill that you didn't think was coming or you didn't know it was that much. You know, used to in the old-fashioned cell phone days, you know, when, 
you know, my, my kids would use too much data. Now I have an unlimited data plan. Or they, or, or, or they send too many texts or whatever. I mean, I had no clue I'm going to get billed. My cell phone bill was going to be double this month and things like that. And I'm sure a lot of us have gone through those kind of situations, you know, or, or, you know, I had no idea my transmission was going to go out this month, so, you know, and, and we've all been there, you know, and, and, and you know, they're what my grand, what, what my dad says, obstacles, obstacles, <laughs> but my dad can't say obstacles. So he says obstacles. Although the other day I was talking to him and he said the word obstacles and he said it right. And I'm like, wow. I said, well, how come you, he goes, he goes, I don't know. I just pulled it up right. <laughs> yeah. So anyway, there, there are certain words that people have trouble like um, <laughs> super, su- superiority, superiority. I, I had trouble last Sunday. Superiority. Yeah. I can say it now because I think it like superior and then already <laughs> superiority. <laughs> but but, you know, when you're sitting in front of three people, 3000 people and however many people are watching online, you, you sometimes you freeze up and can't say it right. But the greater one lives on the inside of us at all the time. And, and we don't have to wear a Superman shirt to, to, to remember that, but sometimes maybe you do, you know, maybe, you know, and, and maybe you, you want to wear a Spider-Man shirt or, or a Captain America. That, that's fine. Whatever your favorite superhero is. Wonder Woman. Wonder, Wonder, Wonder Woman. Yes. You know. That's very expensive. Yeah. <laughs> do, do, so Marty, do you wear a Wonder Woman shirt? I do not. I, 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 I thought we were talking about Anthony. No. I don't know what he wears. <laughs> okay. Or, or maybe, you know, do you remember... Uh, my, Anthony, you might be too young. Marty probably remembers this. Do you remember Underoos? Yes. Uh, you know, Superman Underoos and yes. things like that. Yeah. That's yes. Before my time. Yeah, you can, you can Google that. Underoos. <laughs> underoos. It was, basically, it was underwear that had, you know, comic book characters or, or, or whatever it was, you know. You remember Mickey a lot Mouse. in these podcasts. Underoos, and then there was a pop that y'all talked about that they don't make anymore. It was yeah. a Diet drink, I don't know. Tab. <laughs> tab. Oh, yeah. yeah. You yeah, learned yeah. a lot of history here, I'll tell yeah. you. <laughs> yeah. Well, tab tab soda. Actually they quit making tab only a few years ago. I mean, no one was I mean, nobody was nobody buy, buying it. it. No one drank it, but I mean my okay, you've heard him talk about my Aunt Oma. You know, my Aunt Oma. My Aunt Oma, she lived with my Aunt Lala. They were um two ladies that, you know, my dad called them old maids. You know, they lived together. And so uh, <laughs> and anyway, and their favorite drink was tab soda. And um, if you've ever, ever drinking tab, you wish you hadn't. Um, it was not very good at, at all, nasty. So I remember, you know, one time going over there, and and they used to always keep Coke um, because at that time I drank Coke, you know, and so they always have Coke and tab. Well, they had no Coke. So well, all we have is tab. Well, at that time, you know, People didn't have bottled water, so it was it was tap water. Tap water is always not the taste the best. Some of them don't look the best in some places. So anyway, I'm like, well, I don't want tap water. I'll try tab. Just give me some tab, man. I could not drink the stuff. It was just that nasty. <laughs> it, it really was. Anyway, on, on that note, you know, before we we get off the program, you know, you maybe you're out there and you're listening and saying, man, what did I learn today? <laughs> No, we learn who we are in Christ Jesus. Christ. But you know, we, we learn that this, we have this super spirit on the inside, the greater ones on the inside. But maybe you're out there and, and, you're, and you're thinking, man, I would like to learn more about the Bible. Or maybe you're out there and you say, I feel called to the ministry. If you'll go to RBTC, Rayma Bible Training College, rbtc.org, if you'll give us your, your, your name, your phone number and your email. We'll have one of our representatives give you a call, talk to you about Raymond. Or if you know you want to apply, you can apply right now for the 2021-2022 school year. 
um, immediately. Or, you know, if, if you don't want to do that, um, we'll talk to you about our upcoming um, fall college weekend. You can learn more about Rand because there's just something about coming to campus. We want to set up a tour for you to come to campus and, and visit us here on the campus of Rand Bible Training College. This is a great place, you know, and so many people, so many Raymond graduates are doing such wonderful things all around the world. And it was so awesome last week during camp meeting to be able to talk to a lot of them, you know, just, just around the world. And, and like I said, it was great to talk to some of, some of you guys who listen to the podcast as well. And I want to say a, a shout out to Columbus, Ohio. Columbus, Ohio has stepped up and um, become the number two listen to city oh. um, of, of, of our podcast here. Number two. Now, now here's the thing. Number two used to be Dallas, Fort Worth, you know, Texas. Well, Dallas, Fort Worth, Texas is a whole lot bigger than Columbus, Ohio. I, I thought, well, well, maybe, it, you know, the Columbus area includes Dayton or whatever. No, Dayton has, they're, they're on the list of like number 13 or something like that. So Columbus, Ohio, I don't know who you are, but if you're listening from Columbus, Ohio, man, send me an email, um, you know, podcast at rhema.org. And I'd love to hear from you, you know, because, um, you know, I don't know a lot of people in Columbus, Ohio, but you guys are listening and, and we do appreciate, you know, you guys each and every week. We appreciate all, all the, all the kind, you know, emails and, and thing, even the, even the mean ones, we appreciate those too. Amen. Well, here at Raymond, we're bringing hope, help, and healing, healing to, to the, the world. world. God bless you guys. You have a wonderful day and we'll see you next program.